Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go on places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. y'all I am here it is technically tell the truth Tuesday but it is actually Thursday August 20th 2020 so 8 2020 it's your girl D Scott I'm actually doing the show called distractions because I think that when we're on the path to alignment um, and to self-actualization it gets a little difficult for people to understand that when you're on that path, there's a reason that we say new levels, new devils. One of the reasons is that we all think that we're ready for abundance, right? Money and love. But you think that abundance comes in the form of like, oh, an inheritance just flew from nowhere. Uh, A car just fell out of the sky and came into your possession. That's not necessarily all the forms of abundance. I know that in recent times, abundance for me, especially financially, comes in the form of more work. You know, yeah, you you said you wanted that. You said you wanted this. Well, here is um, 47 orders, uh, each of them ranging from this amount to this amount. Get it done, and you'll have the money to do that. So my ancestors, my deities like for me to work for what's mine. Um, and, and I do get some surprises in between, like where something will just happen and it'll just happen to be, you know, the, the amount that I needed that day or, you know, that week to get something done or to do something for someone else. So I find the more that I give, the more that I receive. And I don't give with the sole purpose to receive, but I give because I know that, first of all, I have it. And second of all, I'm going to get it back some way. If it's not you, it'll be somebody else. So experience, um, to want something in is not the same thing as working for it. So I can want this big old house and spirit will say, okay, I'm going to give you the house, but I'm also going to give you the work that it's going to take to get that house. 
nothing is for free. So even with me walking with my shadows and learning what my triggers are and, you know, learning what and who my demons are and whether they're here to protect me or whether they're here to hinder me, there's always going to be a distraction. And newsflash, it's not always the motherfucker that you're fucking with. Your distraction can be something like your shadow or your demon or your fucking job. And when I say your job, I mean you've not streamlined your job enough to do the things that you need to do without causing mental havoc, okay? So the job that I do, a lot of people, they go, oh, I hate this job, and that's why I can't, I can't never get ahead because this is this. Listen, a lot of us have bad days at our jobs, okay? I work my job that I've been at for over a decade because of the fact that I love the people that I work with. I feel definitely 100% protected. Um, I work in an industry where I know no matter what, we're almost recession-proof, and I'll be able to get a job anywhere I go. In addition to that, that job allows me to fund a lot of the other shit that I do for other people, for my healing practice, and to be able to offer people services at a cut rate price because at the end of the day, I'm not saying that I don't want to make money from healing people. I'm just saying that traditionally um, in my spiritual work, it's, um, it's kind of uncouth. You know, like if you're going to someone and they're telling you it's going to cost you, you know, thousands of dollars and don't get it twisted. You know, there are some people that do some serious, some serious shit. I'm not one of them people. I'm somebody that's going to put you on the right path or guide you where you need to go or be able to, you know, guide you to where your shadows are going or exercise whatever options you have that day to deal with your rage. I'm not somebody that I'm going to say, oh, you need to pay me $5,000 and I'll teach you how to do this. Because really, the path starts with you. So a lot of y'all are trying to figure out how come you can't get into abundance and you can't get right. It's because you didn't go sit your motherfucking ass down. You didn't sit your motherfucking ass down. Always jumping from nigga to nigga. Always jumping from female to female. Can't put your dick away. Can't put your pussy away. Put this shit on the shelf. And I'm not saying that celibacy is in direct correlation to abundance, but I'm saying that if these ancestors, because some of y'all talk about a lot of this shit and don't realize some of y'all ancestors own slaves. Some of y'all ancestors were fucking whores. Some of y'all ancestors were doctors. Some of y'all ancestors were fucking serial killers. So when you say things like my ancestors, which motherfucking ancestors are you talking about? Be distinct and be clear. That's why if you go sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere, you can figure out, okay, who is, who is guiding me right now? Is this person guiding me because they're, listen, let me also break some shit down to you. And I usually don't talk about my spiritual journey. There is a such thing as your conscience. There is a such thing as different realms, right? There is a such thing as a person being a medium. There's also a such thing as a person that hears voices, non-schizophrenic, that tell them what to do and you're being guided by a deity or an ancestor, okay? How do you know which deity or ancestor it is if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down and focus enough to say, is this, you know, spiritual enlightening happening and taking me in the right place? Okay. You also know that there are deities and ancestors that come forward and actually live through you. So all of a sudden you got a taste for eating this, 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 and this. That ain't you. That might be one of your deities or one of your ancestors. But how the fuck do you know the difference between a deity and an ancestor if you don't say it with me? Sit your motherfucking ass down. When you go, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote, what is her name? 
No More Sheets. I can't think of her name. She was an evangelist, and it was one of the best things that I ever saw when I was walking with the Christian faith, and it was talking about how every single time you have sex with someone, that is a layer. That is an onion. It's like, it's like layers on an onion, okay? And you have to get to the bottom layer, okay, to be able to say, okay, now I'm, I'm good. Now I can sit here and talk about that's her name, Juanita Bayam. That was one of the best things she did before that man ran her amok and was abusing her and shit. She got down to her core. She got down to her layers. She gave away everything that she had when she was out there tricking and getting money off dudes and all this other shit. And I actually watched it. You're talking about 25 years ago. She came out. It's It's a thing. You can get it in PDF. It's called No More Sheep. And listen, I don't walk, you know, by that faith anymore. I do walk by spirituality. But at the same time, her message is still as potent today as it was then. You cannot get where you need to go if you are constantly sucking dick and sucking the soul out of somebody's raggedy-ass daughter that probably don't even take baths. You're not going to get where you need to be being a hoe. And I respect all hoes, but those hoes, listen, the hoes that I know, they know they're whores. They know they're hoes. And they protect themselves spiritually the way that they should. Because y'all forget, harlots exist. Some deities is hoes. Sit up there and talk about Azili Frida. Azili Frida had motherfucking four husbands at the same time damn time. She was bad than a motherfucker. Matter of fact, I should post a picture of a blonde hair. Her sister is Dantor. Dantor wasn't gone. Dantor was the, the epitome of what we see when we see the black Madonna. That was her sister. They stabbed each other over a dude. So when you talk about your ancestors and your deities coming through, please make sure you know which ones are coming through. Was it a deity or was it an ancestor? Tell me. Tell me because I want to know. If you can't decipher the difference between a deity and an and, and a, and a, uh, ancestor, you need to go sit your ass down and listen and figure it out, okay? Everybody's ancestors don't come to them the same way. When my ancestors come through with me, they are very clear, okay? When my mama is coming through, when my grandfather is coming through, it is very clear. I can hear their voice. I know what the fuck they're saying. I know what they want. And I know that obviously you are coming through because I done fucked up and I did something not so great in your eyes. When there is a specific deity that is coming through, my scent changes, what I'm eating changes, what I'm wearing changes, how I'm speaking changes. Then there's a such thing as your ancestors or your deities actually walking through you, which is an African-based uh, religion and thought practice that basically people's ancestors walk with them. So sometimes when you people snap out and they say, I don't know what got into me. Shit, that was an ancestor maybe that you had never even met. Okay? How do you know that it's not your demon speaking to you? You won't know unless you go sit your motherfucking ass down and be quiet for a while. So I went through a period of about, I want to say four or five, um, four or five years where I wasn't on Facebook. I was barely on Instagram. That was part of the cleanse. I'm not saying that's what you have to do. I'm saying that's what I did. When you are trying to walk in alignment and walk with your deities or walk with your God and walk with your ancestors, there can be no distractions. Let me give you an example of a distraction. That friend that's always calling you to go out and grab drinks and listen, alcohol is great. That's why they call it spirit, okay? That friend that is constantly like, let's go get drinks, let's do this, let's gossip, everything is bochinche, everything is, you know, and that's great. 
in a certain stage in a certain space in life. Because, shit, I, I love some tea. I love some hot still tea. But after a while, I can't participate if all yours and my relationship is about is bochinche, about gossip, and about talking about other people. I don't give a damn about putting down other people. You know why? Because they don't give a damn about putting down me. So if you do some slick or fucked up shit, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to check you on that shit to your face, and now I'm going to talk about your ass. I don't care. As long as I told you to your face, I don't give a shit, okay? Because you're going to do the same thing to me. I'm affording people the same courtesies they afford me these days. So if you are constantly around someone and y'all ain't talking about what we're going to do six months from now, where are we traveling to? Um, girl, what's your altars looking like? What, you know, what are we praising today? What are we happy about today? Bitch, what you happy about today? Why are we always constantly? So, so some people, you're not understanding that some of your friendships are also trauma bonds. Y'all are brought, to, brought together by the fact that maybe both y'all didn't have no daddy. Maybe both y'all mamas was raggedy as fuck and, and, and was hoes. Maybe both of y'all don't know who your daddy's is. Maybe both of y'all, you know, fuck the same dude. Maybe both of y'all, like, it, you don't know. So you can also trauma bond with friends. And one of the questions on Dear Auntie, which you guys can look at Dear Auntie, that's my weekly column. It comes out every Tuesday for Tell the Truth Tuesday. It's on artvoice.com, A-R-T-V-O-I-C-E. If you go into the search bar and you type in Dear Auntie, there I go with my drenched by juice shades, the red ones with the straight blonde hair. That's me. I prefer curls, but sometimes I have to go straight because it gets freezing cold here. So... One of the distractions could also be, and, and largely in part, it usually is your mate or your partner because that's the closest person to you, but I don't have a partner and I don't have a mate. So t- sometimes your distraction is your friend. It's okay. And I answered this question. Yes, you can break up with your friends. It's a relationship. You can break up with your friends, but I don't believe in dragging friends unless they deserve it. I don't, but, but here's the thing. Did they steal money from you or did they fuck your spouse? Not your boyfriend, your spouse. Did they steal money from you and did they hurt your children? If they didn't do any of those things, all that shit can be forgiven. It can be forgiven, but now it's a duly noted. Duly noted, bitch. I see it. Okay? We all have issues with family. We all have issues with friends. I told you I'm not into the cutoff culture anymore because, again, you never know when you're going to fucking need somebody. I needed somebody to take me somewhere last week because I was having issues with my car. And when I tell you I called this motherfucker and they were there literally by the time I got to my African-American home, because this isn't even somebody that's really in regular rotation. This isn't somebody that, you know, I talk to every day or anything like that, but there's a lot of love there, you know? So I'm thankful for that, you know? So thank you. Cause I don't, I make it my business to not need other people, male or female. So when I need something, it's very this, you know, it's very disruptive for me to have to ask somebody for some help, even though, you know, I know that I have plenty of friends and family that'll do it. It's disruptive for me to have to do it because it puts me in a place of paralysis. But what a lot of people don't understand is that I'm not paralyzed for six months and one year. I'm usually having this temporary paralysis for like a day. And then I'm like, okay, that's it. We're self-sufficient. We have a couple of dollars. We can get shit done. Okay. One of my distractions has always been, especially when it comes to finishing this book and things like that, is, and especially with COVID, that really put a lot of things into light. One of my distractions is being around people that don't share the same vision I do. So if you can't talk to me about what the fuck you trying to do next year, fuck a five-year plan, bitch, I'm not your man. I don't care. What are you trying to do next year? Because I don't want to be standing in the same place I am next year. I made it a point 
when I saw Cat Williams and he said, you got to be in tune with your motherfucking star player, he meant that shit. He said, if you even throw in a birthday party the same fucking place that you did last year, I ain't fucking with you. He said, every, everything every year has to be new and has to be fucking popping. And I've lived by that. For the last 12 to at least 15 years, I've not had a party in the same place that I was the year before. I've not done the same shit. I've not looked the same. I've not been in the same headspace. So this year is kind of like a learning year for me, but it also made me get on my my uh, my work game, my work ethic, streamlining shit and making shit readily available and then allowing myself to be loved. That is a motherfucking job for me because I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes. And I call them hoes because they're not my husband. Mm-mm. And I know that's wrong, but shit, I know they're calling me worse. We be giving respect to men that call us the same shit. And I had, you know, I have to shout out my brother, Mark. You know, he actually linked me up because I've been so busy, like, trying to streamline business. And, you know, the podcast is on iTunes now, and we're still on Blog Talk Radio. We're getting ready to be on Pandora. And when I say getting ready, that means we are. We're just, you know, I have to do some things. But... I'm leaving all this money on the table because I'm not organized, I'm not streamlined, and I don't have help. I'm I'm a one-woman show. I have a team, but I'm a one-woman show. And it's not because of micromanagement. It's because people fall the fuck off or people forget what they're doing. Because I like to pay my people. I don't have a problem with paying my people, okay? But my people don't always show up and show out for me the way that they should, and I need consistency. So just like I need consistency in my relationships, I need consistency in business. That's how you grow. And so the messages that I've been getting is like, bitch, get prepared. Bitch, get prepared. Make shit's happening. Okay? I have so much abundance that's so much ahead of me. It's right there. I could touch it if I would just continue to sit my ass down. Now, sitting my ass down doesn't mean I don't go to work. It don't mean that I'm not swinging from a motherfucking chandelier somewhere, okay, with somebody's uncle. It does not mean that for me. For me, a man is a pleasure. It is, it is, it is a break. So a man is not a chore to me. I'm happy you here. Let's lay on the couch and watch TV. Let's eat some dinner. Let me cook for you. Let's lay in the bed. A man should not be a motherfucking chore. You should not have to feel like if somebody is coming to hang out with you, like, damn, this motherfucker coming over. Because you know why? If you feel that way, that's a motherfucking distraction. If you feel like every time you stop hanging with your friends, the next day you drunk as fuck and you always hung over. See, what I I learned is when I start drinking and I start getting beside myself, my little demon starts popping up because he likes, because my demon is a man. He likes, you know, some like he probably hates you really truth be told because he's a he's an angry mean motherfucker but he likes to drink when that motherfucker pops up oh he ain't gonna stop drinking he ain't gonna stop and so but i can i can have moderation but if it's if it's not in the house he ain't he's lazy he ain't going out to get it so to learn that if i'm in a space where i'm drinking so much that i can't get my ass up and go to work the next day and my money is being affected Whoever the fuck I was with, that's a distraction. You need to be rationed out with my time, okay? If I'm constantly around people like, you know, my girlfriends, my, my clique right now is pretty tight. When I say I hang with some boss-ass bitches, and I don't mean to call you bitches individually, but I hang with some boss-ass motherfuckers. My niece right now is at Mayo Clinic in motherfucking Minnesota handling her motherfucking uh, black-owned business as a nurse. 
okay, during this COVID-19 situation. I have, man, listen, I, like I said, I'm the broke-ass bitch of the crew, and I'm, I'm not broke, okay? So I'm proud to be in good company. This is what I like to call it. I'm proud to be in good company. Your conversations be different when you with motherfuckers that pay their bills. Your conversation, men too. Your conversation's different when you hanging around a man that actually loves his woman, okay? Your conversation's different when you hang around a man that's truly a father, so if you're hanging around men or women that are, are, are deferring you from that, man, fuck these bitches. Go ahead and pay them $25 a month child support. You know, man, fuck these dudes. All they do is this, this, and this. No, all your dudes do is that. This little thing right here is spitting. So I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have a lot of the problems. I have some of the same problems that y'all do dating, like the lying and the cheating and the shit like that. I have all that. None of that is foolproof. That's their choice. But I don't have a lot of the problems like when we were talking about on the show last week about that dude that was ganking women out of all this money. The minute that a motherfucker tell me what they got in their bank account, I don't care. I'm turned off. I don't give a fuck if it was a million dollars. I don't care if it was negative 82 cents. I don't, I don't care. Your money is your money. Okay? The minute a motherfucker says something about, oh, I don't want to get married, bitch, should I say that I wanted to marry you? I'm just confused why you'd say that. I mean, thank you, but um, that's fine. And we have to also get out of this habit of dating people that don't like us. You know, you have to get out of that habit. If a motherfucker told you he specifically was not going to do some shit, baby girl, he meant that shit. He meant it. Just like when I was dating motherfuckers and y'all was like, oh, y'all don't want to get married and bitch, I told you no, I really meant that shit. Now, have I changed my mind at this point? Absolutely. I would love so much to get married legally but for it to more so be a partnership especially because my son is older and he ain't never seen none of you motherfuckers he ain't never seen you he's seen one and maybe another one in passing like driving down the street like oh there's no my friend y'all just my friend Mm -mm. but in my house waking up on some baby boy type shit hell no you know why because that's a distraction I already got enough to worry about being a single mother of a teenage boy. And, yes, he has his father. His father's in his life. His father is, is out of town, lives out of town. But I don't need a distraction. So I'm like, oh, now I got to worry about, you know, this, this, and this. I don't ever want my son to see his mother cry over somebody else's son. I don't ever want to do that. Um, I think I perhaps may have robbed my son of, him seeing another man love his mother the way that his father did. I I think that I robbed him of that because men were not important to me because when you financially are two incomes, the other income, you're just like, okay, you just hear you extra. You like the extra honey that they put in the Popeye's box for the, for the, you know, for the biscuit. You sweet, but are you necessary for me right now? Because no, I did not want to get married at that time. Okay. And now that I'm older and I've done what I need to do, my son is pretty much rock solid. You know, he's disobedient like some kids, but for the most part, he's a good boy. He's a good kid. He does what he's supposed to do. He works. You know, he takes care of the things he needs to take care of, regular teenage problems. I did not want to add a man to the mix to add to that problem. And shout out to Laird Williams. My brother hooked me up with him. He was somebody that was a retired Army person or no uh, Air Force person. 
He also has a pers- uh, a podcast and all these things going on down in Atlanta. So shout out to Laren. Happy birthday, Leo King. That was him. Um, actually sent some drinks for him and his nephew in Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to uh, the manager, Ben, at Bahama Breeze that actually hooked it all up, saying happy birthday to him. Shout out to my cousin, Davina, who actually lives down the street, who was sitting in wait to be able to go actually pay for the drinks if um, – I was not able to do it over the phone. So these are just the things that I like to do. And Laren's going to actually be on the show next week. We're going to talk about Atlanta. We're going to talk about his choice to be single, why he never married. He has a son that's um, at University of Kentucky. So obviously he's a big dad doing big things. And my brother actually introduced us, which I was so like proud of that because it, it was a business move. So we're going to start to have a little bit of a male opinion because y'all think that I just be on here bashing men. That's not true. And him and I have a lot of the same perspective. So hopefully he's actually going to be coming up to um, the area that I live in and we'll actually be able to get you guys on a YouTube special because I, I, I have not forgot about that. It's just that your girl really had to streamline and get shit together because winter's coming. So we always talk about that. And winter, especially for me, is a distraction because that's when the seasonal, seasonal social disorder starts kicking in. That's when the depression kicks in. The bitch don't want to pick up a pen. The bitch don't barely want to comb her hair. But we're going to be different this winter. We combing our hair. We blowing it out. We getting doobie wraps. We putting the oil sheen in it. We getting it done. We keeping it straight because I don't feel like dealing with the curls in the wintertime and freezing and catching the cold and all that stuff. We stacking paper this year. Um, 2020 was very actually lavish for me, you know, because I mean? we in the house. I'm like, shit, if I'm going to be in the house, I'm going to be in a cashmere jogging suit. I'm going to be in a Lacoste jogging suit <laughs> that I actually bought for aunt that didn't fit because I fucked up the sizing. But when we talk about distractions, the best way to identify distraction is it's not so much an energy vampire, which those, that's different because they're taking something from you. You're just like your, your angels know what you like. Your demons do too. So I'm not saying that all your distractions are demons, but they are sent there to keep you from doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. So if you sucking a little bit too much dick and you just doing just a little bit too much with that little thing you got between your legs, sit your ass down. That's a distraction. I am in no way telling you not to go and get love that you deserve. I'm not telling you not to do that because I'm literally at the point where I'm like, yo, somebody... <laughs> need to come over here and love on me. Somebody need to love the shit out of me because I'm tired. I'm tired of these hoes. You know, I'm tired of these hoes. Y'all don't even get past a certain point with me because we still have the residue from Unk that was going on. And, you know, that motherfucker crazy. So we, I told you, I don't play with that motherfucker. I'll be like, nah, I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't been doing shit. I'm, I'm about to, motherfucker. I'm about to be busy, but I, I ain't been doing nothing because you don't, you know what I'm saying? I see so many times that, Women distract themselves with other men, right? And then that's when the other motherfucker comes back like, bitch, can I just, can I just have a hard time? Can I have, because, you know, men get distracted too, and it ain't always with bitches. Let me tell you something. If he's a grown man, I'm not even going to say a real man. If he's a grown man, if his money fucked up, that's a distraction. Because now he's trying to figure out where the fuck did my money get fucked up at, and how can I not keep doing that? And so the people that you're hanging with that got your money fucked up along with you, those are the people that you need to put on hold for a while. I tell anybody this. If you can take just one year out the game, I sat the bench for cuffing season, I think two years in a row almost. I dated, but I didn't, you know, fuck around. If you could just take one year for yourself, just like you give your job a year, just like there's warranties on shit, if you could just give yourself a one-year motherfucking warranty where you say, you know what, 
I ain't going to buy lattes. I ain't going to put new shoes on my car. I'm only going to deal with what I have, and I'm going to make it work. I'm going to try to clip a coupon. I'm going to try to stack paper. I'm going to try to get myself together. I'm going to try to get these bills in order. If you just took one year selfishly and focused on your motherfucking self, it would be so much easier for you to see where the distractions are coming in. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about demon dick. I'm talking about, you know, friends that don't mean you no good, always got you in some shit, always gossiping about some shit you don't give a fuck about, always talking about the same shit, doing the same shit, wearing the same shit. Motherfucker, if you in your 40s, forever 21 is play clothes, okay? That shit that we wear around the house or to the beach, that ain't shit that you really should be going and advertising that you like, girl. Like, I mean, I'm not saying shop at Talbot's, but I'm just saying it's just certain shit you should be evolving past. That's just like still drinking a fucking Zuma or a Cisco. Motherfucker, we can evolve past and get us some damn mixed blood orange mango seltzer water with a splash of vodka for 95% fucking calories. But because they don't fucking pay me, I'm not endorsing them. At the end of the day, y'all, I want y'all to focus on yourself. If you start looking at whenever I know I'm losing money and it's not my fault, I always have to sit there and say, what the fuck caused me to think that I could do this, this, and this? And then I look at the distraction. And I'm going to tell you something. One year, last year, 2019, I said travel is my distraction. I need to stop. I, I, I said it just like that. And look what happened. Fucking COVID happened. I said I need to stop fucking going all these places and I need to sit down and just focus. I said I need to focus more on stateside shit because I'm being summoned and asked to come places and, you know, um, I just kept putting it off, just kept putting it off. Well, the universe made it so a bitch can't put it off. Ain't no ain't no out-the-country trips next year, which means y'all know I'm going to save a shit ton of money. I mean, I love to go to my beloved fucking Tulum, Mexico, because that is my motherfucking spot. But I'm hoping that within the next year I could take somebody's uncle, somebody's father, somebody's good cousin, brother with me so I don't have to be out there cave diving by my motherfucking self, you know, out here walking the street to Mexico with my coat worker on my birthday. You know, I'm trying to be in Maldives next year, if I can, if, if the border's even fucking open. But when you start looking at yourself, start understanding that as you start walking into alignment, y'all just be posting that shit, new levels, new devils. That shit is really serious. At each level, you don't, man, listen, if you think I'm lying, go back and watch The Devil's Advocate. Go back and watch The Devil's Advocate. Go back and watch Constantine. Your biggest enemies, if it's not yourself, were always standing right the fuck next to you. And I ain't talking about Judas. I'm talking about people that don't want to see you doing better than them because they don't want to do better for themselves. Because how are, how are they going to fit in your life? So it's not even really about jealousy sometimes. It's about if I'm not evolving, how is this person going to fit in my life? Be careful of these bitches that's always bringing you bad news. Girl, I know you don't want to see it, but I snapshotted this for you. Bitch, I don't give a fuck what that motherfucker is doing. Just let me know when he dead so I can send some fucking flowers. God damn, pay my respect. Because that's what it's about. Once you out my life, you're out. That's it. There is nothing that you could do that's going to make me react but die. And I don't mean that I want you to die. It's just that y'all be taking that shit lightly. When you out my life, you out. That means that you have done something that is so you know, just reckless and ridiculous and hurtful that I can't forgive you, okay? 
if you are a distraction in my life, you have to go. And I've done a pretty good job of cleaning up and identifying who, what, when, and where. And I told you before, it's not about a cutoff like, oh, every time you gossip with me, because you just never know when you're going to meet a friend. I can, I can attest to that. You just never motherfucking know. Be kind. Say, you know what, maybe this person is just supposed to be with me for this season or for this reason, not the lifetime. And that's okay. But understand when it's a distraction. Everything ain't always the devil, motherfucker. Sometimes it's just a test. The devil don't always test you. He don't got to. If, but I know where I'm going in life. I'm going to be tested at every turn because people don't want to get help. People just want attention. I'm here to help. So while you still over there wanting attention, I'm going to go over here and help these people that's really fucked up and they can't move forward because it's not about a distraction for them. It's because they've hit rock bottom. When you hit rock bottom, it ain't going to be that you're sleeping on the twin bunk bed with your son sitting on top of you like I did at your mama's house. That wasn't rock bottom for me. Rock bottom for me was when I realized that the same people that I fucked with so hard didn't fuck with me at all. That was rock bottom for me because that halted a lot of shit for me. And that made me say like, you know what, I'm out here spending all this money doing this and throwing these type of parties and having cakes made and, you know, different things bought. And then to be told that my money, you know, just because you have money, this, 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 and this, I ain't got no money. I'm broke, but I'm just saying, you know, then you realize what you could have done for yourself had you been a little bit more selfish and treated yourself as good as you treat everybody else. So if you got these distractions, I'm going to let y'all listen to the number one distraction in America right now. And although I would never be caught dead singing this song in public on film, I will definitely play it on my show because I like it so much. And, you know, I don't know. I just think that it was iconic. I think that it's the Billboard number one song right now. And I think that everybody's talking about it. And I think that if you have one, you should be happy with it. And you should be sitting somewhere, your ass the fuck down on top of it. So you ain't got to worry about it. So your shit dry like saltine. Don't sing the song, but don't be mad at the rest of Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. 
Run yeah. that down, the cars behind me. I spit on his mic and I hit on the sign Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes. Switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you. If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you bust before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he can't bang. You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If he fuck me and ask who's is it when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. Ah. 